guys. This is Rebecca. And this is Lily. And you're now listening to Just, Just Ghouly Things. <laughs> that was such a good take that was of our perfect. intro. That was, I think that's the best we've ever done because <laughs> yeah, last week's was so messed up. Oh, there was like God. half of you and then me yeah. being like, what the hell, that, Lily? Yeah, that <sighs> was, uh, you know, it only took us a couple weeks to get completely in unison. Yeah. So we got that going for us now. And yeah, last week's last week's recording, it got oh. amazing reviews, but no one realizes how crazy it was filming it was that. Fucking insane. Because yeah. we finished, and as you guys know, it was like an hour and a half long episode. At one point, I go to hit end because we finished, and we look up on our audio editing software, and it said that at some point it just stopped recording us. So me and Lily looked at each other like, like, no way. And luckily it was during when I was doing the Manson murders, which was the last... which was the last one. So that we were able to like redo that real quick. But yeah, we lucked out with that. My heart literally sank into my butthole. Yeah, you know when in Mean Girls when she's like, my heart felt like it was about to fall on my butt. I was like, yeah, that's me, Lindsay. I can Lohan. relate. I yep. can relate. So um since we've recorded, we've been to the New Jersey Peri uh, Unity Expo. <laughs> Uni- <laughs> I was about to say Unity. Peri-unity? I was peri-unity. saying per- I was saying peronity. <laughs> it's peri-unity. I said that. It's like I, they're unite, like we're united as paranormal lovers and oh, stuff. That makes so much more sense than peronity. I said I can't. Who have you been saying this to? A lot of people. And they're like, what the fuck is a peronity? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. New Jersey Peri-Unity Expo. Oh, God. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> All right. Hopefully you didn't say that to anyone peronity. we met. Peronity. Luckily, no. Para <laughs> unity. Yeah, that makes. But yeah, so at the Paraunity Expo, like Lily wants to call it. Ch- God damn it! <laughs> Lily's like looking back at everything she's done I'm in life. Shaking my head right now. <laughs> so we. So I found this out on our page because Grant Wilson, one of the uh, founders of Ghost Hunters, he posted about it and. I immediately brought this up to Lily, especially when we found out that this expo was going to be in Woodbridge, New Jersey, which is about like 30, 40 minutes away from us. Yeah, for you. So how about those? Oh, yeah. You had a whole trek, though. Yeah. My fucking GPS was... And then then there was road work and... I sure hope it does. But (laughs) road work ahead. uh, Yeah, I sure hope it does. But it just... That... Yeah. No, that was a process, at least for you. But you have horrible luck with driving. I have such bad luck. I texted Rebecca today, and I was like, okay, I'm leaving now. And she was like, stay tuned for when Lily gets to my house. (laughs) No, because every time... Like, I literally only keep my phone on me when Lily says she's leaving because I like to keep time, and then I like to track... Like, she always updates me on what's went wrong in her drive. Whether <laughs> it was true. an exit that she was supposed to get off on, she either missed or it was closed or traffic or GPS brought her in, like, the opposite direction of where yeah, she was supposed to go. Something. It's always something new. Yeah. I just Never I want to get into a car with Lily and have her drive, and I want to see... I want to see it for real. Yeah. I've, never, I've never been in the car with Lily where she drove. It's yeah. only been me driving. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so anyway. So Para-Unity Expo. Yes. So it was $20 to get in. And mm-hmm. mind you, like, Lily and I, we weren't, like, we obviously really wanted to go, but we didn't think it was going to be, like, a big turnout. You don't, like we said, we never really hear people talk about paranormal. Yeah, and it's, like, the middle of New Jersey, too. Yeah. So, so it's the it's the unknown central Jersey part. <laughs> but we got there, and the parking lot was packed. Mind you, the expo was in a big high school yeah. and I had a lot of parking and it took a while for us to find parking. Oh my God, insane. Yeah, and there were so many people. Apparently, according to one of the uh, security people, there were 800 pre-sold tickets. Holy shit. 800. And only last year, there were only 200 pre-sold tickets. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's constantly growing, which is awesome to see. Like, I was happy. Obviously, I wasn't ecstatic to be waiting on lines to meet some of my favorite ghost hunters, but I was willing to do it. And it was nice to kind of see that people are more open to going out. And like, we're all, we met so many awesome people there. And it was really cool because they have a bunch of different vendors and a lot of local businesses that their businesses are around the paranormal. We got some really cute, like, bath 
trinket that thing. Stuff. I got uh, some patches for a bag that I have. That I yeah. Patches on. I'll upload them. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty cool. We got to see like the weird New Jersey little kiosk. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hey, do you want a flyer? Yeah. We, we met Dustin from yeah. Ghost Hunters. We're not talking about that whole thing. Uh, but we, <laughs> but we, um, yeah, we brought like 500 flyers and we just put them in the bathrooms. We were handing them out to each yeah. vendor. Um, we got to meet our favorite ghost hunters. So we met, like Lily said, we met Dustin. He was really cool. He has the same hair as he did when he was yep, in Ghost Hunters. Exactly the same. Um, that's how we like knew right away it was him. Like we could spot his hair from like the other <laughs> side of the gym. We were like, wait, we were like, is yeah. that Dustin? And then, and then we got a little closer. And we we're like, no, yeah, that's totally Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. And then uh, next, we went to Grant Wilson's Q&A, which was in the auditorium. He was hilarious. He's so cool. We walk in, and a couple minutes later, he goes, yeah, it's not the dead I'm afraid of. It's the living that are scary. And that I was like, was yep. Accurate. And, <laughs> and his wife and him are literally couple goals. He kept shouting her out. And yeah, like, she'd be like, oh, God. Well, and she's cute. She's so sweet. It was like a Q&A, and there was this one guy who got up. <laughs> And he was one of those people who, like, wanted everyone to know that he also knew about ghosts. Yeah. So he was like, um, have you ever experienced... And he asked, like, this one long-ass question. He was like, and my second question. And it was just so, like... And Grant, like, literally looked at everyone in the audience and then looked back at him and goes, you're high maintenance, aren't you? Like, literally, Grant was not with the shit. He was like, this guy. Yeah, he was, oh, and, um, you know, in your experiences and encounters and residual, like, it was like. He was just trying to use terminology that was so extra. And, yeah. like, Lily and I just looked at each other and we're, we're like, like, we're leaving as soon as this question's done. Yeah. And then, um, and people, a lot of people started leaving. People started leaving while this guy was being a real shithead. And then, and then Grant did answer one of the questions and he was like, did that answer your question for you? And he had the balls to be like, sort of. <laughs> like, get the hell out of here. Mm. But so, then we also got to meet the most iconic duo, oh, Stephen Tango. Oh my God, I've wanted to meet them for so long. Like my, I I think I think when I was younger, I had I, I always flip back and forth between my crushes between Steve and Tango. So like <laughs> my thirteen year old self was so excited when I got to meet them. Me too. I was like my twelve year old self is quaking. And yeah, twelve thirteen sounds about and, right. These ghost hunters, I don't know if, it's the, if they do certain rituals or something, but they look the exact same as they did when they it's were on air like insane. 10 years ago. Yeah, like they have not aged at all. They look so yeah. good. They And they were so cool too. And like Dave Tango followed us back. I texted her back. I was like, hey, followed us. And I met So we're pretty much best friends. Yeah, we're a squad now. We're well, a fucking squad, the four of us. And I, <laughs> we're so excited because we when we met them, um, we like immediately told him about our podcast, and the first thing Steve said Steve was cut us off. Yeah, he was like, "So when are when are you interviewing me?" Yes. Like, and we were like, "We will literally interview you at three a.m. Yeah, Lily will drive here. It'll take her two hours, but she will <laughs> drive here, <laughs> and we will interview you right now." Yeah. And I, I messaged him. I was like, thanks for the follow back. He's like, yeah, no problem. Did you have fun? I was like, yes. And oh he was God. like, you know, like I'm like, you, they are so cool. So cool. So, I, yeah. I mean, I I don't get starstruck because I've met, like, a decent amount of, like, celebrity people. And they did not act Hollywood at all. They were yeah. so cool. But I still was, like, starstruck. Like, I was, like, kind of nervous to go up to them. I am so easily starstruck. It's insane. Well, she you saw firsthand. Like, my favorite, so, like, my favorite band, like, I've met the guy, like, multiple times. And every time I see him, I'm like, hi! <laughs> like, I freak he's out like, oh, every this time. one again. Yeah, he's like, oh, God, it's the weird girl. Like, literally, he reckons, shout out to Bahamas Music. <laughs> Sponsor us. No, but I, uh, I remember I had been seeing them live for years, and I was front and center at their latest show. Or not their latest show. I was at the latest show in New York. Um, but my dad and I take a road trip up to Niagara Falls uh, the past few summers, and we go see them. And I was in the front row, and he was like, where did everybody come from tonight? And I went, New Jersey! And he was like, New Jersey? And he looked down and went, I remember you! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and like, meanwhile, he's like, I remember you. And he's like, eyeing he's security, like, like oh, oh, God, get this, crazy bitch. Yeah. get this one out of here. I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I swear I'm not creepy. I just have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> and he's like, it's okay. It's cool. And they're all so nice. Yeah. I, like, I met him at the back of, like... I met them all, like, shout out to Christine, shout out to Jason, shout out, no one cares, shout out to Felicity, I have an angel voice. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, and then Lily had to go to work, and I had some extra time. Oh, and Darcy, the bassist, and I just never met him. All right, continue. 
<laughs> so anyway, Lily had to go to work. So I ended up staying in line and I met Grant. And I had met him when I was like 14, 15 with Jason when they wrote uh, one of their ghost hunting books. And so Grant's wife was kind of um, like directing the line. And so I met her first. She's like, oh, hi, I'm Rihanna. I'm um, I'm Grant's wife. I'm like, oh, my God, I know who you are. <laughs> I like you're beautiful. My name's Rebecca. Like, I'm a huge fan of you guys, blah, oh blah, blah. God. And the reason why the line took so long, not even just because there were like a lot of people there to meet everyone, mm-hmm. but everyone was taking time to talk to you. Like they would take pictures. They would sit there. Like if you had a story yeah. to tell them. And so like, I took the time to like talk to Grant. And I was just like, you know, thank you so much. Like I've been a fan of you guys since mm-hmm. I was 10 years old. And like, at first he looks at me and he's like, shit, like I've been doing this that long. Like, cause I'm 23 now. So yeah. I mean, like it's been a long time that I, these people have been a part of my life. Yeah. And I told him how I met him when I was like 14 years old I show him a picture he was like oh my god he was like I look he goes about himself he's like oh he looks I looked so young there Ah, and uh, I didn't know that yeah yeah he was super cool and uh I would just thanked him for the impact that he's made and like how he's kind of like made a pathway for people like us that are like the next generation of Mm -hmm. you know paranormal uh I guess we could maybe one day call paranormal investigators. So people that people yeah. that like to research the paranormal and yeah. try to figure out those unknowns. So and he was he was really impressed and he said he would check out our podcast. Oh, yeah, so. they were also cool about that. So, they weren't like, okay, yeah, cool. They were all like, oh, really? Like, yeah, they took talk- a flyer. They were yeah. like, oh, like give us a couple. Like, yeah, yeah was awesome. So I was really and also I met Brian Cano. He was like on Haunted Collector and yeah, like yeah, all that. Yeah. He had like um he had a little exhibit in the back. So I went there and I kind of saw. It was interesting because he talked about like spiritualism and how it started. And I didn't know that spiritualism really started like post-Civil War when a lot of people passed away Mm -hmm. and people were looking for a way to connect with their loved ones that that were on the other side. Yeah, I never knew like the whole backstory and how like mediums came to be Mm -hmm. during that time. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, But yeah, for anyone that is on the East Coast or wants to go to an expo, the New Jersey Para Unity Expo. I highly not para whatever okay. Lily calls it. Uh, Rebecca recommends the Para Unity Expo. I recommend the Piranity Expo. <laughs> so if you want to go to either of those, they're in Woodbridge, New Jersey, um, once a year. Their next one, from what their Instagram said, is in 2020. Um, it was only twenty dollars to get in and to take pictures with all of your favorite ghost hunters. Um, it was for free. We didn't have to pay to get pictures or for autographs. I think things were additional if you wanted like a picture, like a signed specific picture of them or um, like I know, uh, what's her name? Amy Allen. Mm-hmm. She, I think she charged, okay. I think. But um, her line was out the door too. Yeah. But it was really fun. Everyone just had a good time. So anyway, um, are you looking up the... 5-16-2020. Oh, uh, so was that May 16th, 2020? That's when the next one will be. So what I've been told is once they have tickets up for sale, pre-order them because the fact that they sold 800 pre-sale tickets mm-hmm. this year alone, That's, it's only going to get bigger. And they have now, what, a year or two to get more ticket yeah. sales. So I would, I would do my research on that, guys. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's get back to what this episode is really about. And Let's this is it. our second Encounters episode. Mm-hmm. So for those who haven't listened to our first Encounters episode, we take listener stories and we read them to you guys. And yeah, so Lily and I each have three stories um, to tell you guys from our listeners. Again, thank you so much for everyone that sent their stories in. You guys are awesome. Yeah, and all the stories are Super, super cool. Yeah, we, so, do, we do. We read them all. Yeah. And if we haven't gone back to you, like we've just gotten a lot and we're still like going through some. So if you don't hear yeah. your story here, it doesn't mean we're never going to, we're never going to um, read it. It's just maybe we think it's good for another episode yeah. or something like that. But if you or someone you know has a paranormal <laughs> story, email us at justghoulythingspodcast at gmail.com. All right. So I'm going to start. This one reads, this is from Christine. Okay. She says, hello, ladies. I have a spooky story for you. I grew up in Maryland, and as the angsty teenager I was, I dubbed it Murderland. Hence the subject line. Hey, finger gun. Oh, yeah. I should say, yeah, I should say that her, um, 
her subject line was Murderland, which was Maryland. She goes, sorry, I'm lame as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Any boo. (laughs) I love her already. The house I grew up in was surrounded by forests, which, as you can imagine, was scary as hell to begin with. My brother and I constantly heard a girl screaming, giggling, but my parents said it was foxes in the woods, which is perfectly logical. Yeah, I get those sometimes. My two older sisters, whose rooms were closer to my parents, never complained about the foxes, but somehow the foxes kept my brother and I up all night. It doesn't hurt that as I got older, I never heard the screaming, giggling again. So many strange things happened over the years, including the one time I took a selfie, as one does, <laughs> but didn't like it, so I went to delete it, and as I hit delete, in the corner of the photo was a girl, was a face of a girl in the fucking hall closet. It makes my heart race now, but back then, I just noped it out of my brain. Recently, I moved to Colorado, and my mom followed, but she goes back to Maryland to visit my sisters and friends. She typically stays with our old neighbor, who's my second mom, and being the nosy Italian New York goddess she is... Relatable. Yes. My mom decided to knock on the door of our old house to see how the new couple who lived there updated it. That literally was me and my mom Mm -hmm. with my old house. Luckily, the couple was so nice and let her walk through and talk to my mom about the house. The husband asked my mom, how did you guys deal with the little girl? My mom blankly looked and said, little girl... The wife followed, yeah, the little ghost girl upstairs. We hear her all the time running and giggling. Right where my bedroom was. <laughs> I laughed and told her after and I laughed and told her after she told me about it. No, mom, it was the foxes running and giggling. <laughs> Anyways, I seem to have horrible luck and I've continuously moved to haunted houses from there on. I have some more stories if you ever need them. I really enjoy your podcast and can't wait to hear more. Thanks for enjoying my shitty dad puns and horrible storytelling, Christine. Christine, we love you. Thank you so much yes. for sending this in. And I do not mind the dad jokes. At I was all. gonna say, you think those are shitty? Have you listened to this podcast? Yep, we yep. have so Didn't many horrible a, jokes. It's a Russian. They better slow down. Joke. Yeah. Like it doesn't get worse than that. Um, Iconic. No, I love this one, especially. So by my house, I have foxes too, mm-hmm. and. For those of you who don't know, like fox calls are fucking terrifying. And Foxes I, are scary I, as hell. I texted my mom and I was like, what the fuck is that? Because we it was pretty close to when we had first moved. Mm-hmm. And there's like woods in my backyard or whatever. So I texted my mom and I was like, holy shit, mom, like what the fuck is going on? I thought someone, I literally thought someone was dying in the woods. I was like, should we go? Should we call the cops? Should and she go? texted me. She's like, I think it's a fox. And I'm like, oh, and I look up fox call and it sounded absolutely identical but i wasn't there that night for her Mm -hmm. so i don't know what she heard but i'm trusting that it was pretty fucking scary yeah you know what i mean and but when i listened when i looked up to fox call like it was terrifying but i've heard it a million times since Mm -hmm. so just hearing the foxes right with air quotes just once that doesn't make a lot of sense yeah and also like from what you said it seems like it would just be her brother and her that uh-huh. heard this, not even anyone else in the house. It kind of seems like if it were foxes, more than just them would hear it. It exactly. would be the whole family at some point, you know? So that so that's a really good story, a good way to start off our yeah. encounters. All right, yeah. Lily, what's your next story? All right. <clears throat> I actually did need to clear my throat. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> So I have a submission from True Crime Girl Time Podcast. Shout out. Who I found on Instagram, and I actually, like, love them. They are so They're cool. They're so cool. I love them. So, wait, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I listened, Lily, I don't think, I don't know if you've listened to their podcast yet, but I listened to one of their episodes yesterday when mm-hmm. we were talking to them, and... If you guys enjoy us, you will love their podcast. And they talk about a bunch of different crimes and things like that. And maybe we'll do a crossover That would be so So cool. stay tuned. But definitely check them out. They're really, really awesome people. And if you like us, you'll, like I said, you'll love them. And their memes are really good. And I'm very competitive because my, (laughs) the memes, well, okay, here's the thing. The ones I make are very niche. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? To our episodes. Like I have a whole folder, you know, dedicated just to, you know, ghouly things, memes. And I'm so glad people th- get them. Theirs are, yes, right? And <clears throat> and theirs are a little more, like, broad, so, like, a lot of people get them. 
So they're kind of smarter in that. I make mine really niche so that people think, oh, I got to listen. You'll know which ones are Lily's and which ones are mine because mine I will literally steal from someone else's account. I'll try to give credit if I know it's theirs. But Lily's literally is watermarked Just Cooley Things podcast. Yep, you fucking bet. She, like, I mean, she puts a lot of thought into them. She's the funny one in the group, so. I send her them, and I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, god damn it, Lily. I'm the business one to this podcast, yeah, and Lily's like, the funny one. She'll be like, did you get the email? I'm like, I didn't read the fucking email. It's <laughs> your job. All right, so this is from Ainsley from True Crime Girl Time. Um, so it says, uh, thanks for the repost on your Instagram today. I do have a ghost story I'm willing to share. I'm a huge fan of Charleston, South Carolina. Many summers, my family spent time there. And as you guys know, it has a massive paranormal presence because of the Civil War. Mm -hmm. My mom, my stepdad, and I all stayed in an old house in downtown back in 2011. My mom decided she needed a nap. So my stepdad and I decided to sit on the porch for a while. The windows of this house didn't have blinds or curtains. And we were staying on the second floor, so it didn't really matter. I decide, I needed to go inside, and as I got up from the rocking chair, I saw that I saw what I thought was my mom getting up from her nap. I told my stepdad that mom was awake and we had it inside. To my surprise, I walked to my mom's bed and she was still fast asleep in the exact same position that she was when she fell asleep. Weirded out, I just blamed it on the exhaustion from walking around in the heat and dehydration. I would try to, I would chalk it up to that too. If exactly. I were her. Yeah. I would pull a, a, a fox call situation where I'm like, no, it's totally <laughs> it's fine. A yeah. It was a fox getting up and walking around the room. The fox was napping with her. <laughs> All right. So later that night, we had dinner with the owners of the house we were staying in. I almost choked on my salad when the lady said, So have you seen the ghost lady that walks around in the house? Instant chills. My response was, I knew I wasn't seeing things. I told her about how I had seen a lady in white. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Keyword. Coming into the kitchen from the bedroom. And she said, yep, that's her. She went on to tell us how the house at one time had been an orphanage and then a hospital in the Civil War. And that more than likely the ghost lady was one of the nurses that lingered around. So in this case, the white outfit makes sense. Yeah, This one makes sense instead of just the spooky lady in white. Like I feel like... This one, like, she genuinely would have been wearing white. Yeah. And, you know, so far everything sounds, like, legit. Um, All right. So she then told me that the large magnolia tree called an angel magnolia tree in front of the house that I had sat in and taken a picture earlier that day, picture attached, uh, and we'll post that, um, was the orphanage, was where the orphanage buried the children who had gotten sick and died. Oh my God. Needless to say, I want to visit again because us creepy girls love a ghost or two. XOXO. Ainsley Briggs from the True Crime Girl Time podcast. So that seems Like you're just legit. trying to take a cute little picture, you know, peace sign. And, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just taking a picture on top of some dead babies yeah exactly that's um anyways no but this is a pretty good story and it's sounds pretty like calm you know calm enough yeah listen i saw something fucking weird there was no explanation and the explanation that was there was that it was paranormal yeah but i but i do like how she tried to she tried to say oh well maybe it was the exhaustion or the heat you know like she she tried to debunk it yeah which is what i like to hear i hate when i see stories and it's the littlest like creek in the wood, and they just say, "Oh my god, I I just encountered a demon for the yeah, first time." Yeah, right. Um, a door squeaks, and they're like, "Your name is Samantha." <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, really good story. All right, now my second story that I am going to read is from one of our other listeners named Stephen. Hey, Steve. Hey, hey Stephen. I know looks can be deceiving, but I read a ghost story from you. I don't know. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. That was really good, Lily. Thanks. I just kind of make shit up as I go along. It's gotten me far in life. Sponsor us, and maybe you can get a song sung by Lily. Yes, we can do that. You can even pay us for that. Yes. Okay, that was a freebie. All right. Do you believe in ghosts? Because I have a story for you. A true story that happened when I was in my 20s. It was a warm, breezy spring day in Sunnyvale, California, and I was standing in the living room of a friend's townhouse apartment in Sunnyvale, California. The front door was to my left, the kitchen to my right, and in front of me, a staircase leading to the second floor. In front of the stairs was a legless couch, and on the couch, my friend Michelle sat with her back to the stairs. 
As I stood there talking to Michelle, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a movement that grabbed my attention. And this is when it gets weird. I thought I saw something that moved like a cat go running up the stairs. I stopped talking, and from Michelle's reaction, I must have looked confused as to as I was trying to figure out what I had just seen. I didn't actually see a cat. What I saw was a cloudy form that moved like a cat. It's hard to explain. So just as I'm about to ask Michelle if she owned a cat, a translucent woman in a long nightgown, 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 (laughs) probably white, (laughs) walks through the closed door and up the stairs and disappears. All I could say was, holy crap. At this point, Michelle is looking at me with fear in her eyes. What? What did you see? You saw something. She didn't see anything because it happened behind her. When I told her what I saw, she really began to panic. I don't know why. The apparition wasn't scary. In fact, I thought it was awesome. I had confirmation that something, other than what we know to be physical human life, exists here on our planet. As it turns out, Michelle's roommate, Dina, saw the cat and the woman coming down the stairs and out the door just a few days prior to my sighting. So this was confirmation for Michelle that something paranormal was definitely happening in her townhouse. And yeah, I I don't know how I'd feel about getting that, especially two different accounts, but like the same type of account. Especially when I don't think they had communicated directly with each other. Yeah, it was just, yeah, that's weird. They had each seen the same thing. And the one they saw going out of the house and then one going up the stairs, weird. Weird. errands maybe. (laughs) She had some ghost groceries to get. Didn't know about Amazon Prime now. Yes. We could just get it from Whole Foods, two-hour free delivery. Drone and she was like, ah! <laughs> what is this contraption? Sorry, headphone listeners. <laughs> anyway, I tell people what I, that I saw a ghost, but the truth is I really don't know what I saw. Was it a ghost? A disembodied spirit of someone who had once lived, now roaming a Sunnyvale townhouse? Or was it something else? And what's with the cat? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a cat ghost, but then I didn't actually see a cat. I saw a cat-like movement, a blur really. I thought maybe time is linear to us, but in the spirit world, everything happens at the same time. So on rare occasion, if the light is right, we can see images of our linear past playing out in the physical world in the same space. I've heard someone say something. Yeah. Like the fourth dimension, we can only see three of the four dimensions, Mm -hmm. so we only get flashes. Yeah. Maybe that's what a ghost is. I don't know. Here's what I do know. There are things are all around us in this world that we do not understand that science cannot measure, and that humans can only guess as to their origin or physical composition. That's why we investigate. So when I hear people tell me there's no such thing as ghosts or there's no such thing as God, all I can do is remember the one of the many paranormal experiences I've had in my life and realize that not everyone is going to believe what they can't measure or observe for themselves. And truthfully, I don't really care who believes my story. I know what I saw, and that's good enough for me. Nice. Steven. I like how he got into depth with, you know, he's he's done his research. Yeah, he's, he's got his theories going. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. um, I've, I've heard the same thing, too, about the different, you know, yeah. dimensions. And, like, we've talked about with, like, the UFO episode. To think that there is just us in this whole universe would be absolutely absurd to I think. think. It's kind of wacky. It's, <laughs> like we say, like, if it was just us this whole universe is screwed because yeah. it, it just can't be us. It can't be. Well, have you heard the theory on why people see ghosts walk through walls? No. So they say, apparently, and, you know, like we, I mean, to say this is unrealistic, we don't know anything about ghosts anyways, but the theory is that, let's say a ghost is haunting a house that had been renovated. If there wasn't a wall there and then they put a partition up, the mm-hmm. ghost is haunting the house that they knew. So it's like a residual haunting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. So like, Let's say you split they talked your about living that on room ghost hunters into two. A lot. Yeah. So they're like, well, the house that they knew when they passed away wasn't mm-hmm. open, like, you know, was open in that area or the house had been renovated, you know, completely differently. Makes sense. So that's why. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So before Lily gets to her second story, I kind of, I'm throwing Lily into this without her knowing, but I thought let's change up this episode a little bit and play a game. Ooh. I just said that Ooh. like saw. You want to play a game? Um, Okay, so who doesn't love a good old classic game of Would You Rather? So I looked up some really cool, freaky, scary, paranormal Would You Rather questions. I wrote these out like a while ago, so I don't even remember what I wrote out. So I have them, um, I have 
eight slips of paper. I'm shuffling them up in my hand. And what I'm going to have Lily do is pull one out from here. I'm going to read her the question, and she has to tell me what she would rather choose. And then we're just going to go back and forth. All right. All right. So, Lil? I'm going to choose this one. The thin one. Okay. So, it says, oh, let me change. Would you rather hang out, or who would you rather hang out with for the rest of your life, Barney or Ronald McDonald? <sighs> <clears throat> I'd have to say Ronald McDonald. Really? Why? Barney's a little too happy all the time. Okay. And also, Barney might bring around those, like, the little, what are their names? Like, JJ, TJ, and the, I don't know. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, DJ? DJ, someone like that. And then the girl, either way, like, he's going to bring his whole squad around, and they're all just really excited, and they just want to teach me shit. Whereas Ronald (laughs) McDonald, his friends are hamburgers. Or hamburglers, right? So there's going to be a lot going on. You, like diverse squad. Yeah, there. you'll have some like you know Mayor McCheese. You yeah, know, like he'll have something to bring to the table. Who's that purple guy? Grimace. Yes, <laughs> that's who. Do you remember the little Grimace cookies you would get in your Happy Meal? Yes. Wait, do I? No, I don't. I remember getting the toys. Toys too, but like every now and then you'd get Grimace cookies. No, I think when, like, when they were out of toys, you'd get that instead. I don't remember the cookies, but I do remember the Grimace toys and the hamburger. But I. The one thing I remember about like the old because first of all, let's just talk about how much McDonald's has glowed up. True. Like it looks super like business as fuck. And like, the one in uh, Roswell, New Mexico, I think it is, is the yeah. one that looks like the UFO. A UFO. Or no, is it in Area Fifty One? Whatever. No, it's Roswell. Yeah, it's Roswell. Um, but yeah, and but I just always remember Mc, uh, the McDonald's with like the really gross play. Playrooms yes. and stuff. Oh my god, I think they my still mom have those. Yeah, my mom never allowed me to go in there. She was like, oh god, my parents didn't care. Oh my, my mom was like, oh hell no. You ever been to a? Do you remember birthday parties at McDonald's? No, did you they have a just birthday? Get a, they would just get like a squad of like twenty kids and their parents, and everyone would go to McDonald's and eat, and then we'd like play in the play place. Oh my god, I feel bad for those co- those workers. Probably like, I'm getting paid minimum wage for this yeah, shit. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Ugh. No. no, but yeah, I have to say Ronald McDonald, there would be a little more going on there. You know what I mean? And, you know, you have a bunch of shit going on. You have like the Hamburglar who can run in and be like, I'm in trouble. And then Mayor McCheese will pardon him. And then Grimace <laughs> comes in and like makes us all laugh about it. <laughs> this is well thought out. Yeah. But no, I, you know what? What about you? I'd probably choose Barney. Yeah? It's a, I hate the choices, but I just hate clowns so much. I just don't think I'd be able to get past Ronald McDonald being a clown. Okay, that's fair. That's I know fair. you had such a better answer than I did, but yeah. that was yeah. Okay, so my turn. Okay, um, I'll do this one. Okay, would you rather be covered with spiders or be covered with cockroaches? Ooh, okay. Um, let's die a third option. <laughs> um. Probably, probably spiders. Yeah. I hate spiders, but, and I think it, well, actually, no, it doesn't even depend on how long, because I just would rather have spiders. Cockroaches are just, I don't know where on, like, in, like, the animal kingdom or, like, the food chain, like, are they really that necessary? (laughs) Because apparently if the apocalypse happened, they would be, them and Twinkies would be the only thing, like, on this earth still, and I don't like that. Can you just picture, like, a bunch of cockroaches around a table, like, eating Twinkies and talking about their day? So, sweetie, what did you do today? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I went to Chernobyl and hung out for a while, like. <laughs> what about you, honey? Yeah, okay. So, what about you? You would, you would I pick, would pick spiders, too, yeah. because they're easier to squash. That's true. That's true. And also, I think with cockroaches, if you, like, step on one... But, like, you don't destroy the egg. Like, it'll, like, they'll, like, grow on whatever you step, like, wherever you step on. Yeah. Yeah, no, not happening. Mm-mm. Yeah, spiders all the way. All right. Which one's your next poison? This, this one. one. Ooh, the thick one. <laughs> <laughs> thick with two C's. <laughs> okay. Lil, would you rather be locked in a small room full of non-poisonous snakes that bite or be forced to swim in a sewer? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to ask about a technicality right now. How long? Is the sewer filled with sewage, or did they renovate it and put water in? 
Oh, it's it's just straight up sewage. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the snakes. Yep, me too. I yeah. would do the same thing. Why would you pick? Why would you pick the non poisonous snakes that bite? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not crazy about being bitten by snakes, but if those were my options, like, count me the fuck in. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to get hepatitis in the sewer. Nope. Oh God, imagine what you could get from. That. And also, like, you just walk out and you probably come out with like a third leg or a tail or something. Like, I don't trust our sewage. <sighs> All right, enough sewage. Yeah. Ugh. That was that was a gross one. Okay. Would you rather... Okay, this is a good one. Okay. A creepy doll stare at you all night mm-hmm. or wake up every hour to creepy noises? Ooh, that's a hard one. Mm. I would probably... And these are both happening all night? Yeah. I think... Hmm. This is really hard. I'd probably pick... The creepy doll. Because okay. I think I think I would get used to it. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a lot of creepy dolls in my house. The Debbie doll. The De- yeah, the Debbie doll. I would just think that I'd be able to like get used to it and I'd just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But if every hour it woke you up to weird noises, I don't know. I just feel like ugh, I'd get a horrible night's sleep. At least I'd like, even though in the beginning I'd have horrible night's sleeps because like the creepy doll staring at me, yeah. at least I'd get, I think I'd get used to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're saying it's a creepy doll. They're not saying it's, like, possessed or anything. That is true. So it's just, like, an ugly doll. I've had plenty of ugly dolls that my mom thought was cute and bought me as a kid. Okay. So. Okay. What about you? What would you have chose? The noises. Really? Well, because, first of all, it implies that I get more than, like, two or three hours <laughs> of sleep a night. Um, also, I already sleep like crap, and I that's I feel like that's easier for me to talk myself out of. Okay. You know, like we were saying earlier about the foxes, and I'd be like, oh, it's just a fox, whatever. You know, I hear the floors creak, I'd be like, it's the house settling, even though my house was made in the 90s. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that for me is kind of easier. Also, I like to have noise when I sleep. Okay, yeah. Now, that's not my noise of choice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like at the zoo, they play animal noises at night so the animals can sleep. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw it happen in Aww. Madagascar. <laughs> They're like, he's like, they turned on the ambience again, and then the zebra like kicks it so it goes out. <laughs> I don't know how I know that. Um, anyways, no, but I would I would have to say the noises because first of all, that used to happen in my old house. But now that I think about it, what kind of creepy noises? You know, is it like ooh? I like this. Okay, yeah, no. Uh, you know what? I'd still hmm. Did I just change the game for you? Just, yeah, actually, yeah. You just one hundred percent. Well, like I said, it said ha- it said creepy doll. It didn't say haunted doll. I think it all. It honestly all depends on what the noises are. You okay. know, if the noises is like fox are like fox noises, what does but it's the like fox fo- say. <laughs> 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 that was so funny. I wish you could have seen her face, you guys. All right, all right. My I turn. got into that. Yeah, you, yeah, that was commitment right there. That was full commitment. <laughs> okay, wait, so it's your turn, right? I'll pick one. Yeah, you pick um, one. That one. Okay. <laughs> nice, can't believe I did that. All right. <laughs> I feel like that should be a part of, like, the episode title. Where would you rather be trapped for a night? In an abandoned hospital, oh, this is good, or an abandoned amusement park? Ooh. Hospital. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, a hospital you know is going to be creepy because you know shit that happened. Mm-hmm. An abandoned amusement park, like so much more shit could have gone down. And there's also like creepy rides that'll move. You know what I yeah. mean? Like creepy hospital, you just kind of like lay down in like the weird stretcher bed that they use. <laughs> And you just kind of like, you know, I mean, I don't think I would actually, you know, I wouldn't sleep, but you could kind of like chill there. Whereas an abandoned theme park, everything's falling apart, much like in the hospital, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's less predictable. I think that's... Okay, okay. An amusement okay. park, you don't really know what to expect. Yeah. And there's probably lots of creepy, like, like you said earlier, like clown shit mm-hmm. and like, you know... I didn't think about that, but yeah, I because I, I would have picked the amusement park because I feel like... 
I mean, if you're gonna, if someone died in an amusement park, I feel like it'd be more fun than dying in a hospital. That is fair. If I die young, so, I want them to be like, no, seriously, what happened? Be like, no, like she actually died. did die, like in an amusement. Like, park. Di- yeah, like imagine dying in Disney World, even though no one's ever legally died in Disney World. Well, a lot of people you don't get pronounced dead um, unless you're unless you have people come to the scene. But um, in a lot of places, they take people to the hospital and then they're dead on arrival. Yeah. So like the Fallout Boy song. I went through a phase. <laughs> the, haven't we all? But um, yeah, so I would just pick an amuse- amusement park just because I, I like amusement parks. But then all of a sudden... But I, this I is like an abandoned amusement park. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're both horrible, but I just think, I don't know. I, hospitals, I hate hospitals, even if it's not abandoned. Okay. Like, I hate walking to the hospitals. It gives me anxiety. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to walk in there and like a doc's going to look at me and be like, you have cancer. Like, just like, yeah. not, not even like... Not even known. Just like I'm pretty cool with a hospital. And also, every time I walk into a hospital, whether it's like visiting someone or like I get super sick. Like you would think in a hospital, like the the air would be super purified and stuff. No, I always get sick. If you're in the waiting room, that thing is like a petri dish. No, but like literally, like um, Mike's brother Brandon, he was in the hospital earlier this year, and we went to go visit him. And all of us, the next day after visiting him for two hours. All got sick with the same thing, like sore throat, coughing. Mm. Like, yeah, it was gross. The air was just like, bleh. Yeah. All right. I will pick this thick one. Thick. Thick with a Q. Thick with a Q? A C and then a Q. A C and then thick. <laughs> All right. Would you rather... Oh, please. Come on with this one. Have terrifying nightmares every night or see scary things that aren't... I'm tossing this across the room. <laughs> that one sucks. <laughs> Some of us don't have the luxury of not having scary dreams every night. <laughs> All right, wait. So I'll pick. This is personal. This one. All right. You're not even going to acknowledge that with I an answer. I don't even know. What one I... fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry to whoever wrote it, but listen, some of us have like Tarantino style nightmares where we blow people's heads off or a woman with her mouth sewn shut tries to talk to you. It's very scary. And you, wow. You, dude, like this shit happens to me. I'm, tri- I'm triggered. <laughs> I was just going to say, pew, pew, triggered. Pew, pew. All right. Which would you rather be stuck in? An insane asylum when the power goes off, releasing all the patients and leaving you in the dark with them, or an apartment building burning to the ground and you are stuck on the 30th floor without elevators? Mm, probably the insane asylum. Really? Yes. Because... I don't, I'd have, I feel like I'd have less control in a burning building Mm -hmm. and I'm on the third floor. And I mean, obviously when you're in a burning building, you can't actually, shit. No, because I don't, hmm. because they just said no elevators, but if it's, if there's a fire, you wouldn't use elevators anyway. You just use the stairs. Stairs or fire escape. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, this is my inner like. Fucking cross-examining litigation going in. You, you know said what? that there were no elevators, but you never uh, said yeah. that there were no fire escapes. <laughs> oh. Um, I would probably maybe. You know what? I'll do the burning building. Yeah, I think honestly, to me, it all depends on if I'm allowed to get technical or not. Yeah, because then, but then I'm also thinking like the insane asylum. Like, I mean. The word insane asylum, I feel like, is kind of, like, different now. Like, there are psychiatric wards that, like, it's people that, like, have mental yeah, illness. that actually actual stuff going on. Yeah, where it's not like they're trying to kill anybody. It's just, like, they have, like, their own problems that yeah. they... So, it, like, it depends completely on, like, an insane asylum, that's, like, super vague, I think. Yeah. And, like, Both not really the best. are pretty vague. You gotta... I mean, th- the insane asylum one is more vague. I'm just getting really technical because yeah. I don't like either of them. I'd probably... Say, you know what? I changed my answer. Burning building. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Lil. This is your last one. All right. All right. For one night, would you rather be chased by a killer by killers, plural, for a whole night in the middle of nowhere? Oh God. Or be possessed by a demon the whole night? Oh please, possessed by a demon. I'm bipolar. <laughs> you have no idea. You'd rather be possessed by a demon the whole night? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, Actually, you're like, right. if it was the 50s, they would have performed an exorcism on me. I'm not proud of it, 
but like weird shit can go down. And then yeah. I'm like, wait, what happened? I don't remember. And they're like, Lily, you threw a rock at the wall. And yeah, like, oh. yeah, it's like you're the one, you're the one doing the damage, not True. people doing damage to you. So and, yeah, yeah, and less activity too. That's for sure. Like, and yeah, when you're possessed by a demon, you literally have no idea. You're in sleep mode, so like, yeah, you don't have to like deal with all the. No, like you wake Stuff up one morning and you're like, what happened to my door? Why is there a hole in it? And you're like, Lily, you threw your phone at the door. And I'm like, nope, don't remember. Nope, yep, sorry, can't. Nope, I got upset because something made me sad and everything went black. That's, that's my life. <laughs> and I got possessed by a demon. I can't imagine why I'm single. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that concludes our Would You Rather, uh, Would You Rather game segment. Woohoo. So, Lil, let's go to your second story. All right. Oh, Okay. I know which story this is. This is a good one. So this one actually is from my cousin, MJ. Hey. Shout out. Shout out to MJ. So this was initially, I actually reached, well, he had listened to the podcast, but I reached out to him because I remember over Christmas dinner, we were telling like spooky stories as, you know, a family would do. And so I actually remember this. So they lived in England um, for a while. That's so awesome. It's so cool. I wish I could say I lived in England. Yeah. I think I... I've never even been to England. Anyways. Oh, it's an accent. So he's... <laughs> oh, I want an accent. I can't do Please, it. Please, sir. I want some more. Please, sir. I want... <laughs> so I can do, like, the shitty one. Okay. <laughs> so it says, I lived in England from kindergarten to second grade. It may have been during first grade when I encountered a ghost in my bedroom. One night, with my light, with my nightlight on, I could not sleep for some reason. My room was directly attached to my parents' room. My bed was against the wall that was my backyard on the outside, the second level of the house. I noticed a figure go through my wall to the left of me, pillow of pillow side of the bed against the wall. This figure was a woman dressed in old-fashioned clothes you would find on a British woman around the 1800s, the bottom of her dress like a bell and a big fancy hat on. To my knowledge, I had never seen this outfit in a show or anything yet. Yeah, it was super young. Yeah. Um, the ghost was transparent, so I could see through her and her face looked dead. Her color was greenish, if I remember correctly. Oh, my God. <clears throat> which is a nice change from white. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, in Europe, in Europe, all their haunted women are greenish. Are green, yeah. <laughs> we change it up a little. Uh, she was facing my parents' room and slowly drifted towards that wall. The, and this is like what I said earlier about the residual you know, the old, hauntings. Yeah. And and, yeah. Um, slowly drifted towards that wall. She entered their room and stayed in there for several minutes. I was scared shitless and stayed still in my bed with the covers up against my face. She then came back into my room and drifted to where she entered, left of me next to my bed. Before leaving, she slowly turned her head and calmly looked at me. She turned her head slowly back to face the wall and then exited through it to go outside. I did not sleep all night, and my parents remember how freaked out I was in the morning. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, this is your cousin who, I mean... A lot of times, paranormal experiences happen within seconds. Yeah, but but he's encountering like it forever. Also, yeah, but he's encountering this that they stayed in there for several minutes. So either either in that moment he like time slowed down for him, or yeah. legitimately this apparition wanted to be seen, and she had enough energy to be present for that long. Yeah, which is very rare. I feel like yeah, hmm. yeah, that's insane. I want to know if MJ ever did his research on if there was any history behind this woman in the house or if he just didn't really think think about it. I think I asked, like, my aunt and uncle. I was like, hey, did anything happen? They're like, I don't think so, but, you know, I can be wrong. MJ, MJ, text me. Aunt Rita, text me. (laughs) We're on Facebook. Um, No, but, and I actually, I I remembered this story, so I reached out to him and I said, hey, you know, do you remember the story you told at Christmas about the woman? He was like, yeah, sure. And I gave him the email and he sent it in. And Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, MJ. Thanks, MJ. It's an awesome story. So my third and final story is from one of our awesome followers, Taylor. Hey. So, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Taylor. <laughs> so she starts off the email by writing, hi, beautiful ladies. My name is Taylor and I come from a very long line of self-proclaimed psychics. I started having random times when I would dream something and it would come true. That's when my grandma started telling me that we were powerful psychics, mainly the women in our family. I thought it was all funny and in no way true until other creepy things started to happen. For example, I started foretelling when people would be pregnant. I always knew, before they knew at times. I have other examples, but that's for another day. The story I want to tell is when my then five-year-old, he's now six, and I had the same premonition. 
We received a a family heirloom from my husband's side of the family from my daughter who had just been born. It was an old wooden high chair that had been misplaced when my son was born. I had high hopes of painting it and refurbishing it. However, that didn't happen. The moment the chair came into our home, my son and I started to have the same dreams. We would both dream of the house catching fire and us being trapped. In the basement, just us three. Myself, my son, and my daughter. The only difference in our dreams were that my husband was in my son's, but only on the outside trying to get us and being too late. <gasps> that's Ooh. that's like, those are some of my fears, being burned to death oh, or, being, or drowning. Oh, dude. Yeah. Buried alive gets me. Buried alive, yes. Ah! That's why I don't know why I chose the burning building one for my wood drill, but whatever. Um, I'm not going to overthink that one. there were stairs secretly. <laughs> there were stairs that were not hot. Um, okay. So we started to practice fire drills in the house over and over again. I contacted neighbors and set up plans if the kids were able to get out, and I wasn't, where they would go and which neighbors to yell for. Finally, one day, I told one of my spiritual spiritual moms my dreams and how my son had them as well. She immediately said there was something in the house that had an evil spirit attached. The moment she said that, I remembered the high chair. In that exact moment, I took the high chair out of the house and put it on the curb. Get this. I smelled fire and ran straight back into the house, grabbing the kids and running out. But there wasn't a fire. And when I turned to look at the chair, I saw it. A figure in a suit smiling at me while leaning on the high chair. As soon as my husband returned home, he got the chair and destroyed it. See, they were smart. They got the situation. They're like, I'm done. Just destroy it. I wonder if they burned it. I hope so. Since then, we have moved and my son and I have not had any more fire dreams. Instead, we both have really good dreams, thankfully. Well, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. See you on the other side, beauties. XOXO. Aww, Taylor. So, wow. That's that's a heavy story. Yeah. That's why I wanted to end with this one for my encounter stories because this one was just a roller coaster ride. And it's interesting that... They didn't, they weren't, why weren't they able to find this high chair for the son? Then all of a sudden, this high chair happens to be come across when the daughter is born. That's weird. Like, why, why now? So they got it, oh, so they got it when they had the son, but they couldn't find it. It wasn't given to them with the daughter, right? No, they, no, the son was born first. They went to, they wanted the high chair for when the son was born, oh, and but then, then they couldn't, they find, they couldn't it. find it. But then by the time they okay. had the daughter, they were able to find the high chair. Okay. But, wow. um, yeah, but it's kind of a good thing that they didn't find it when they had the son, because then say if she even had those dreams about the fire, maybe she wouldn't have believed in the dream as much because she didn't have her son having the same dream mm. where they could communicate to each other. And she's like, this is too coincidental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, uh, true. I don't oh, know. Shit, and the, this yeah. fucking chair. <laughs> Donate to our Patreon and you can have this chair. I hate this chair. <laughs> Lily always, so we have our own seats here. And every time Lily leans a little back, it makes like the snapping noise because the material is made out of. The shit out of and <laughs> even though she knows that it's just like a noise that it makes, she thinks she's going to fall it's every time. Sometimes. And it's so funny. All right, but thank you so much, Taylor. This story gave me the chills when I first read it, and still, like, every time I read it, I keep forgetting about the part where, like, the guy is leaning on the chair, Mm -hmm. and, oh, that's so creepy. This one really has me thinking of a lot, you know? Yeah, there's so much to it. Yeah, I'm like, what I'm thinking, I mean, like, like we all get family heirlooms. Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't see our encounters one episode, you should listen to it because I talk about we we talk about mm-hmm. heirlooms, right? You yeah. had one too, yeah. Oh, I need to upload the pictures. Um, anyways, so a lot of the time when you get a family heirloom, there's a real history to it, and um, like we have a flower stand um, that my grandmother gave to my mom, and there's a little index card that says like, oh, and and it has the little history like you know, this belonged to so-and-so back, you know, during this year and it was, you know, in this house and held this plant. You know what I mean? So we kind of know the history of it. So I'm wondering, you know, if, you know, they knew. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? And why is he, is he, is he in connection to them burn? Yeah, because he's malicious. It's not like a grandfather watching over. Yeah. Some fucking grandfather. I was going to say, unless he's a real dick. (laughs) I mean, I I can't. You can't say shit like that when I take my cigarettes. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all right, your nose is about to explode. Like if you put like a diet coke with Mentos. 
Oh, God. <laughs> we need to do that. I don't know why. We'll do, like, the Mentos Challenge. Mentos Challenge. We'll do it on our Instagram Live. Yes! Okay. All right, Lil, take it away with your last story. All right! This one is from Giovanna. So it says, hey, my name is Giovanna, and I have recently started to listen to your podcast, and I would like to tell you a story when my family and I witnessed a spirit in our home. So I was in second grade, and it was the day of my great-grandma's funeral. That night, I went to sleep wondering if she did indeed make it to heaven or not. In the middle of the night, I woke up for no reason. I do a quick scan around my room, almost going around my whole room. Right by my bed, I see her with wings and a halo. I was very confused at first, but then I understood it was a sign that she had made it to heaven. I went to bed after she had left. The next morning, I was thinking it was a dream, so I went downstairs to tell my mom. Once I finished what I thought was a dream, she looked at me in a very odd way. My mom told me that she also saw my great-grandma that night, too. I have not seen her since, but my sister saw her in a dream the night before her confirmation, saying that Mm. she will be by my sister's side. My family and I haven't seen her since. That's my story. I hope you liked it, even though it is a little scary. Keep it going. Sincerely, Giovanna. I see. I don't find that story scary at all. I I find that sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've had only one maybe two dreams of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. One was the night she passed away, and I didn't know that she had passed away, but I had a oh, dream yeah, about yeah, her, yeah. and I had a dream. I Because that Christmas, she passed away on December 12th um, of 2007. No, two, yeah, 2007. And I remember I had gotten her at our school, like, holiday shop. Mm-hmm. I got her this little teddy bear. And I remember that night, it was, like, around 12.30, I woke up from a dream where I, um, all I could see was it was a, it was just black and it was just a teddy bear. And all in, like, in my head, I just kept thinking, what am I going to do with this teddy bear? What am I going to do with this teddy bear? And like, in, in my head, I'm like, what do you mean what am I going to do with this teddy bear? I'm going to give it to my grandmother yeah, for yeah, Christmas, yeah. you know? And then the next morning I woke up and my mother was laying next to me in bed. So I was sleeping with my mom at the time. And she just turned around and was like, um, honey, you know, grandma passed away this morning around 1236. It was when she was uh, passed away. Yeah, she was with, she was with, it was her mom. She was there. And so she, she was pronounced dead at 1236. So it was crazy that I had that dream around that time. And mm-hmm. it just like all, and I mean, my grandmother was sick. So we knew it was coming. Yeah. But I was only 11, 12, so my parents never told me, like, oh, this is probably the last time you see her, or she only has, like, a week, or, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so that was crazy. So the fact that she had this dream, and then after she passed away, like, not even a week later, I had another dream where I was at this Masonic Lodge with her, mm-hmm. and, like, she was just answering questions, and, like, it was, yeah. and actually, now that I'm thinking about it, in the dream, there were aliens in the dream. It all comes full circle. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so I do think that when we have those dreams, it could just be because that's like what's on our mind at the moment, but I also think that there are sometimes messages from the other side, and that's our most um, vulnerable time to access the other side, and that's when they take advantage of being able to convey messages to us. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, I had... um, I think it was my mother had a dream um, with my my grandfather Mm -hmm. um, who had passed away and like, you know, it wasn't great, but I don't want to get too sad about it. But um, in her dream, she was like, oh, hey, like, how are you? And he said, good. And I just want to let you know everything's okay. Yeah. And then he like smiled and waved. Smile and wave, boy. Just smile and wave. You know, and she woke up and she was like, Oh, you know what I mean? Because it can also in some, you know, like it can be sweet if you're wondering, you know, if they were ready and then also yeah. like that they're okay now, yeah. you know? I think you get messages when you need them or when you don't think you need them, but yeah. they know you need it. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like people try so hard to communicate with the other side and I think that sometimes it may put a barrier. Yeah. And it kind of blinds you to signs that maybe you'd be seeing if you just didn't try so hard or you didn't think mm-hmm. too much into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I know so many people that they have people pass on and like, oh, I want to talk to them. I want to talk to them. I wish I could talk to them like one more time. Yeah, yeah. and like I just think that you just kind of have to like let it go and let let them contact you. Like yeah. they have to, they have to kind of do it. Yeah, that could also be a good episode if you're interested in sharing any, um, you know, like omens or dreams. Email yeah. us at justgoolythingspodcast at gmail dot com. That'd be I a really cool episode, episode to do, like dreams, yeah, like yeah. even like if it's nightmares or dreams yeah, yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. whatever. Nice. All right. All right. On that note, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Ghoulie Things. 
Um, if like again, if you have any sort of paranormal stories, email us at JessGoolyThingsPodcast at gmail.com. Lily, take it away with our social media. Our social media. Uh, Facebook is Just Ghouly Things Podcast. Mm-hmm. Instagram is Just Ghouly Things Podcast. And we recently started a Twitter, mm-hmm. JGT Podcast, which I'm I'm working on being more yeah. uh, uh, active on that. If you want to talk to Lily, tweet at us. If you want to talk to me. Hit us up on Instagram. We kind of like are like splitting the roles. I mean, we both yeah. go on the social media, but yeah. like I feel like I'm better at Instagram and Lily so yeah. much better at Twitter <laughs> than I am. I haven't had Twitter in so long. We actually, we have been getting memes from, I meant to do this, oh, from okay. a Twitter follower. Let me find them if Twitter Is it would the, load. Pedro? Uh, it might be. So we've been getting submissions. Um, yeah, Pedro. Yeah. So Mr. Pedro CH on Twitter. Um, I've been uh, liking them and I need to... You know, if you, I need to message and ask if he has an Instagram so I can give him credit. But we get some really good ones. We have a couple uh, Bigfoot ones. We have Dracula. You know, we have some really, some really, really good ones. So thank, thank you for you. that. All right. Awesome. And I guess, I guess that right. wraps up this episode. So thank you, Boothang. Boothang. <laughs> that's, we've established that that's what we're going to call our listeners, our Boothangs. All right. So thank you guys again for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.